the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch. I have a feeling Jerry's trying to park. Yeah, you know, he is a he's a small, thin person, so he might, <laughs> we might not be able to see him, but yeah. at this point, he's... It's uh, crowded he's, today, which is wonderful. All your gardening peers... Are out here at Millburgers. There are folks that are. There's just, Jerry. I see Jerry. Where's Jerry? Jerry's coming. Or he's out of he's sight from you right now. Okay. And the other thing is that the the blood drive is going. Blood on. drive is going on today. Got two vehicles. You're welcome at this point just to be a walk-in. If you want to donate blood, Millburgers will give you a ten dollars gift certificate just for going through the process. Uh, and if you donate blood, uh, if it works out, then uh, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has a nice gift for you too. They'll be here till 3 o'clock. So will the Lions Club, uh, who are doing the, uh, the site care, uh, free eye exams for kiddos uh, to find out. And uh, that's their mission. Uh, their overall mission is to help people with sight. And so they'll, they come here uh, once or twice a year. You can donate glasses to them. Or you can, uh, <laughs> or you can get your eyes uh, tested over there. 210-308-8867. 210 210-308- Eighty-eight sixty-seven. Oh, oh no! What what happened? What'd you lose? Oh, he had to, his load was too big here. Oh, okay. I thought he lost. It was, his it was probably included about two of his articles, so uh-huh. it was hard. It was hardly you could hardly carry it. Eyeballing stuff. We've got plenty of tomatoes. Plus tomatoes in the one gallon right in front of us. Right? Is that yeah. what those are? Yeah. Or the number one, as the kids say. Yeah. Well, the. The other thing that there there's almost as many peppers as there are tomatoes. Yeah, we got it. We should see. You, you didn't go out and check the peppers out, did you? Do we know what we have? Oh no, no I just saw. I oh. wonder if he's got that Japanese pepper. I bet he might. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look at the. I just looked at the uh, good-looking plants and a number of them. Right. Then we'll have to check it out. Can you walk out during the break and uh, and sure. check them out? I can. Yeah, or we can wait for Trace. Okay, we can wait for. I don't know if we're going to get to see Trace. He is kind of busy. But, uh, yeah, it's a fun place to be today, and uh, we encourage this you. Like a, This is a park in a ditch day. <laughs> yes, this is a park by in a ditch. You. Oh, my God, you're by me? Yeah. I'm sorry. And, uh, well, and I was uh, over there. There's a ton of uh, wax leaf begonias looking good. I was looking for the whoppers, but so far <laughs> no whoppers. Uh, I was almost in tears. The police officer... I was. He wanted me to turn left into that road, and there was a car pulling out right then. And uh, I was like, oh, wow, that's great. It was going to be a good space, and he kept motioning for me to keep going, keep going. I'm like, 
I kept parking the space of the cars. Keep going, keep going. I was, I was almost in tears. And so I parked in the ditch. Okay. But it's okay. There's not a bad spot in the ditch. <laughs> well, it doesn't look like there'll be a rainstorm here, <laughs> so you guys are safe. Yeah, I, I think, think we're safe. I got uh, on the side of the, just going in the gate. Oh, okay, yeah. I've got one of those, which is easy to park in. It's a little hard to get to out. To get out, yeah. Yeah. But uh, a lot of parking. I mean, there. Oh gosh, yeah. Still a lot busy. of parking, and and it'll get easier as the day progresses. So how much rain did you get, Calvin? Two tenths of an inch. Two tenths of an inch. Wow. I was happy to have it, and I uh, thanked the Lord and everybody for it. Uh huh. And my zinnias uh, responded very well to it. <laughs> Yeah, but I thought uh, of you. At least we didn't get the... the Guadalupe got a, what's a that? bunch. Who did? Yeah, Guadalupe yeah. County, Seguin. Oh, is that right? Blue buildings away, I think. Oh, yeah, Seguin, Round Rock. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw all those... Uh, I was the videos were... Saw all those warnings and all around us, but we didn't uh, <laughs> We didn't get hit very hard. What got me, they were showing What's this. up? <laughs> oh, where is the trash can? Trash cans right up here. It's up here. Or Can you find it up there? Yeah. I should have offered to take that, and then I could have dollars. Oh, you could have had that. Uh. Yeah, if you can pretend to be a child, uh, every child that goes through the uh, child safe, uh, I think, gets uh, ice cream. Get out of here. You could just tell him, you know. Yeah. Well, he can kind of waddle like a child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jerry, you mi- missed I it, too. Walk, and I could walk up with my, on my knees. Yeah, there you go. They'll never suspect anything. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry and I have a ten- tendency to say that dogs and pets are too smart to uh, to eat toxic plants. and. Oh, that was interesting. Yeah. And then, But there was this, l- this uh, little um, schnauzer-related. Uh, over there chewing up the lantana. Eating the heck out of the lantana. And I, I mean, uh, hum, hum, hum. Yeah. Calvin had to yell at it. What I was it? And I thought, I, uh, no, a schnauzer. Uh, uh, hollered a schnauzer? A small, oh, a schnauzer. Schnauzer, yeah. schnauzer mix. <laughs> I hollered at his uh, master and said, yeah. I don't, you know, oh, he's uh, eating. And, and uh, sure enough, well, she finally pulled him away. They, and then they put him in the wagon, and I think he threw up. Yeah, oh, he think he Lord! Up, yeah. <laughs> he was, uh, yeah, he was, he was pretty desperate. He was though. aggressively going after that that lantana, though. He well, was, it's, it's poisonous. Didn't y'all recommend it to take it to the vet and pay no, five hundred dollars to he, get his no, stomach we just, pump? We just ra- we'll we recommended decide. they take him out of the <laughs> yeah. reach of the. I'll give him a give him a piece of chocolate. But no. it's, uh, but it's, uh, <laughs> but it's. Uh, I'm not taking my pet to you. <laughs> with the, with the, it makes the uh, lantana go down bad. Uh-huh. And he uh, is not, uh, not responding in to our uh, um, warning to other people that even though we don't believe that it's a common thing, occasionally, yeah, a, do- a dog that's in stress for some reason, we didn't know why he was. Uh, put it put himself in more stress by chewing up the lantana. Not to mention he uh, was tough on the plants too. <laughs> yeah. They must not be feeding it well because lantana is not very good to eat. Yeah, no, it's coarse leaf. But he was he was. You don't put that in your salad. Man. He was he was chewing it up. So I read something um, 
online, uh, which oh man, it was on Facebook, so you can give it that. Got to be right. Got to give it. Yeah, take it for what it's worth. <laughs> they were talking about mountain laurels, which were yeah. staring at one, and they're blooming all around town. They smell wonderful. Yeah, but they said the blooms were toxic. No, they uh, got it wrong. Okay, it's the uh, it's a seed. seed that's toxic. The red seed. Okay, because they were. That's what the Indians used to. Yeah, for well, like, uh, you don't have to go back to the Indians or Paul Cox used to. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> give it, give it to get to get guests of uh, that were new to the area. Yeah. Paul never admitted and uh, uh, that he had made some uh, hallucinogens out of the berries, but he he just talked about that person they were interviewing for the <laughs> interviewed for the. Uh, uh, s- superintendent of the botanical garden. Uh, I think he was from the north, and uh, <laughs> they're walking around, and of course Paul's telling them all the stories about about the beans and everything. And that, that crazy guy reached over and ate one of yeah. the beans. They had to carry him to the hospital. That's the so don't eat the beans of Mountain Lord. <laughs> That's the version of Paul's. Uh, and then, and then of course, Paul kind of left the story. The guy made a fast getaway. Yeah. <laughs> and Paul left it kind of open. We don't know if he lived or not afterwards. Yeah, he just never came back. Never, yeah. I imagine the uh, leaves and the flowers, I've never ever eaten any, uh, have got a lot of tannins in them. Uh, because the deer won't eat them. I suspect you could eat the the seed and just pass pass right through you. Most cases. Yeah, if you just kind of swallow them whole, or if you chew them, that's. Oh yeah, if you chewed, you'd have a problem. But if they're hard, to, yeah. harder than heck to chew. You you see uh, deer droppings if you're into that yeah, kind that of they thing. Have the they have a lot a lot of those uh, red bears in them, but they don't chew their food real good. All right, well, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867 is the number to call to be a part of the show. And maybe you're wondering about Purple Martin sightings. Calvin, we got our first one today. Yeah, we did. I mean, I was, ta- Milton and I were talking about the Martins that were having the big fights with the English sparrows in my yard. <laughs> and then uh, one of our listeners came up and he gave a report for three for him and his father, and then one of his uh, neighbors, and they, they had uh, their houses were, were all full. Oh, uh, good. Now he's got an active English sparrow control. What? Yeah, he says he's in the rural areas, so he has a pretty free hand at picking and choosing which uh, breeds of, uh, of, uh, uh, well, which protected. Breeds of of uh, birds are yeah. allowed on Does is is he shooting them or is he? Uh, how does he control he d- them? He uh, just gave us a knowing look and didn't go on any. Fr- didn't tell us any of the specifics. Did oh, he? all right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think we wanted to know. Either. No, <laughs> my, my best that we don't. My good friend uh, uh, <laughs> over in Hondo. Um, <laughs> Anyway, he had uh, 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 he lived outside of Hondo, uh, and he had had a Martin houses, and he turned the Martin houses to the so the side would face, not face but be 
parallel to his back door, the back screen door, back door. And when those cat sparrows would get in there and mount them and peek out, he'd pop yeah. them with a rifle. He was a good shot. Wow, apparently. Tony's there. A lot of people knew Tony. Well, he, it sounded like he used, perhaps used a pellet gun for starlings. Um, but, uh, of course, English sparrows are really easy to catch in a sparrow trap if you want to catch yeah. But, uh, and then carry them away and, and release them in a local power park, Milton. Or put them. And they'll beat you home. Or put them near near <laughs> near your exhaust pipe. Uh, oh, whoa. <laughs> that's worse than your swimming squirrels. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I, I will tell everybody, there's a lot of people out here buying yeah. tomatoes. But I checked with the... Uh, that person walking the cat. Is that one of those lynxes? But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, lynx. Yeah, that's not lynx. <laughs> They're pretty. Oh man. Yeah, she's been out here before. Uh, but the tomatoes out here. I was I was gonna get some tomatoes to care to uh, transport down to the to the ranch. And uh, I called on a, I guess it was a Monday, to the supplier of uh, tomato plants and pepper plants and everything else. And the person, the girl that answered said, you know, she she knows me and I'm going to ask for four and a half inch and uh, gallons and things like that. She said, she picked up the phone, she said, we have no vegetables. We sold out completely of all vegetables. And I was wondering who might have gotten all those. I wonder. And I see from here, <laughs> it was Trace. And so He's that, got a great selection. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, he got uh, gallons, uh, a lot of gallons, and uh, a lot of the big uh, four, I guess there. Four and a half inch or four inch on the on the table. Yeah, and the four the the four inch is about as big as the uh, gallons as far as the plant size is concerned. But the gallons have a better developed root system. Oh, okay. Now it's supposed to be almost ninety today. Yep. And uh, no rain in the forecast. Unless it's two or three tents. So when you want me to look? No. When, it's uh, too when, depressing. Uh, Wednesday, there's forecast the rain because you, they don't give you enough information to know what the, <laughs> if it's 90% or, or Yeah. Well, I'll find oh. out. Oh, they didn't give a percentage? Not not in the paper. Oh, oh in the paper. Um, now, <laughs> I will mention to you gardeners that have been listening for a while, uh, there's a reason that the aquifer levels go down at this time of the year because the farmers are dry and they have to pre-irrigate their uh, uh, land before they plant to get them to germinate, to get the seed to germinate. So what does that mean for gardeners? They need to pre-irrigate too. If you haven't, no. if you haven't irrigated... <laughs> or watered your garden, 
in a while. A lot of people just desert their garden. And uh, haven't added uh, quite a bit of mulch and leaves and <laughs> grass clippings and things. Well, no, no grass clipping unless you scalp your yard. But uh, I would recommend that you pre-irrigate that. That means uh, turn the sprinkler on there for uh, at least two, uh, two hours. And... Uh, Wait three to four days, and then plant your plant your. And you'll know if you got a rototiller, you'll need you'll know if it's dry or not. Some people, you know, don't want to stick their finger in there or something. Else. If you got a rototiller and your garden's dry, that rototiller will drag you from one end of that garden to the other because the ground's so hard oh, it won't okay. break it up. If a, if a rototiller doesn't right, go right into the ground with those town, tongs, yeah. then uh, it's too dry. And, okay. and you say, well, I'll water the plant when I put it in. Well, the problem with that is, especially if you use one of these gallons out here, it's going to be needing to get those root systems out into that rock-hard soil. So... Uh, and, and, of course, we got our fertilizer on sale. Mm. Talk a little bit more about that later. Yeah, let's take a quick break. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Calvin, will you do a recon mission on the, uh, the peppers and see what we have? Yeah, I will. All right. We'll be back in a moment. 210-308-8867. You are listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. We're live here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevard Road. Lots of folks uh, tell a story. I was waiting for Trace, but we may not see him today. I'll tell him if he comes by again. Yeah. But had uh, someone who, uh, a friend of the station who uh, gave a report. They were looking at, oh, did you see any time out there? They were looking, time was one of the plants they were looking for. Could not find them. They they passed a number of nurseries to get here. Couldn't find them. Finally came to Millburgers, and uh, they found everything they wanted. And uh, they said that, you know, the selection here was better than the other places in town. So Yeah. She took the time to come here. Ah, she did. T- she took. She came here and took the time. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, well, was time the, waits for no one. And so uh, if you haven't. Uh, was the time productive? What's that? Was the time productive in finding the time? Yes, it was time yeah. was productive in finding the time. I so, mean, I'm looking so at Trace, <laughs> and Trace really does work hard to make sure that the customers here have what they want. That there, I, when I went to look at the peppers. Oh and, yeah, what's a pepper report? Oh gosh, everyone you can think of, Ghost, uh, Reaper, uh, of course Jalapeno, and uh, um, all of those that were Serrano. Uh huh. And then a lot of them I didn't recognize the, 
descriptions. Did we, uh, Aladdin was there. Oh, you mentioned Aladdin yeah. last week. Yeah, that's good. Bell pepper. Um, did you see any of the the hot, 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 hot ones? What the Reapers? The <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Oh, I didn't hear you said yeah, that. Yeah, the oh, Reaper. Okay. The Reaper was there. Oh, okay. And uh, and so were so were some of the Jer- Jerry's uh, the sweet. The sweet seed versus the hot seed. Uh, oh, uh, real grande go. Yeah. Oh, really? There wasn't no real grande go left. Well, there was some that said the real grande go, real grande. Huh. Bet not it be. Uh oh. We'll have to. You'll have to go check. Or if there were just uh, variations of the name, but one was. Yeah. Some were sweet and some were hot. Same name. No, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 210-308-8867. Chance of rain pops in, by the way, on Tuesday night. Slight chance of showers. Yeah. Then a chance of showers or thunderstorms after 1 a.m. <laughs> Mostly cloudy. Uh, wind gusts up to 25. Chance of rain? 50%. 50. 50. I'm not, even, even, and then that's I'm not even betting on 50%. They don't even give the amount of precipitation. <laughs> yeah, we we desperately need it. Uh, Dr. Stein, Larry Stein is having to water our, our blue bonnet is that right? production. And uh, he's got, we got some over at the Botanical Garden, the red one. <laughs> well, one of, the, one of the young people working out there came by. I was sitting on the stone wall watching uh, Dr. Stein water. And so this kid comes by and says, boy, I I never have seen this color of blue bonnet. And then he proceeded to tell me how they got it, how the the Aggies got it. And uh, he just, they just kept, they found one that was dark red and then they just got it darker and darker and darker red and that's, that's the way they came up with maroon. He's telling me this. And Larry's Lair waiting for me to <laughs> nail him. <laughs> but I said, that's about the best thing the Aggies have ever come up with, isn't it? <laughs> he said, yeah, but they did a good job for that. You walked up. I said, I told Larry, I said, oh, to be young again and naive. And yeah, thank you. Thank you know everything. Well, he's working at the botanical garden. Now, he probably does know everything. I wonder if it's worse. Is, is it worse to be young and think you know everything, or old and think you uh. know everything? <laughs> well, uh, the thing about when you're old, you forget everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. it's new to you when you hear yeah. it. <laughs> I I want to congratulate Calvin on a beautiful article in today's paper. Oh my goodness! I think that maybe he's setting it, you up somehow. You can. Oh yeah. Is the Wilson County people are coming towards San Antonio so they can get uh, SA Life? They could they could get a paper and cut the picture of uh, from. Uh, oh, is that the uh, wow? Sandberg, isn't that beautiful? That's a. I guarantee you, the guy that took that picture, a girl that took that picture, got came up with grass burrs. So oh, he had to, to get, get out. Picture. Had to get out on his knees and yeah. lay in those grass first to get that picture of grass. Yeah, it almost looked like 
uh, all of those pictures there almost look like they were originals for this uh, this article. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know that. Uh, I don't expect that every time, but uh, <laughs> well, that uh, is a great grasper picture. Even it shows shows a leaf. You suppose we'll get an Emmy for that grasper picture? Hmm? <laughs> yeah, what, so what the do Wilson pe- County people could come over here and cut this out and put yeah. it in a frame. They could. Now we. Um, what, do, what do you win for photography? Is there a national? Oh, oh gosh, there's lots of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah but they're uh, usually named after another photographer. No. A Fodi, <laughs> a Tagi. Yeah. This is it's a courtesy photo from Wilson County. <laughs> oh, that is courteous. That's <laughs> but anyway, uh, and Calvin talks about uh, how to take care of them. Uh, it's a, it's normally we, we and now's we, the time we, to do it, right? Yeah. Well, we would normally say it's pretty late, but uh, there's not a lot of germination action out there. Wonder why? Uh, it must be because you've been I mean, cu- we, we're cussing, a, cussing out the two-tenths of an inch rain. and We've deal. been getting two-tenths and three-tenths just coming and going. I was wondering where the good rain, I mean, where the That's rains north, di- did they? Yeah. Uh, it, it was a line. It went all the way through Texas. Yeah, it looked but like it, didn't but it looked come, like it was north. It, it didn't get us, <laughs> yeah. and and the west of here didn't get anything. Oh, is that right? Yeah, mm, that's not good because that's the yeah that's, that's the where recharge it's r- zone. really dry. But uh, there is a red flag alert too. This is gonna. If this keeps well, it's it's already hurting the blue bonnet. Uh, it's gonna nail them. I mm. mean, it's really gonna take care of them. Well, not they, just they'll, the put, they'll put up that uh, first bloom, uh, king bloom, and then they won't make the big growth like uh, yeah. we usually well, see. My article next week, I was uh, talking about what's booming now, and <laughs> gosh, this time of the year usually it's just easy, you know, you get oh, so many yeah. things. But I mentioned the the blue bonnets and. Uh, in Large the uh, rain lily, rain, rain lilies, even <laughs> a few came up with the uh, uh, at point two inches, but <laughs> we would expect this time of the year uh, Every, just to cover everything. But yeah, a lady that, that oh. called, there's one lady that calls in all the time trying to get rid of the rain lilies in her yard. Oh yeah, well, she's we should maybe cl- claim our, the technique that <laughs> did it, did you fo- obviously you followed our. Our suggestions because the rain lilies didn't, <laughs> didn't come, come up. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got James on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey there, James. What's going on? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thank you. Um, hey, we just got a little bit over three inches of rain out here in Guadalupe County. Oh, yeah. man. Did any of your structures blow down over there? They were showing some... Uh, blown down barns and stuff over there on the news. It was raining sideways for a while. Yeah. Mm. Did you did uh, you have a have a gauge? Do you have a rain gauge out there? Yeah, I got plenty of five gallon buckets. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> how, how 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 much was in the bucket? A little bit over three inches. Good lord. 
I, I, I remember that uh, big uh, hurricane, tornado. I guess it was a hurricane came up through uh, Bandera County up in there. And it's one of the heaviest rains we've ever had in uh, in South Texas. And <laughs> they uh, they asked what well, the weather people came to see how many uh, how 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 so few died in that in that tremendous what? flood right <laughs> uh but anyway uh the weather person that uh where you i guess the national weather bureau came down and and asked uh, an old farmer old rancher uh how much did it rain he said well i had a bucket out there and uh it filled that bucket up, and the writer said, "Well, that wouldn't wouldn't be 23 or 24 inches, or maybe more that fell." And he said, "I emptied the bucket three times." Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, that was a big one. That's cool. some rain. Yeah. Yep. Um, yes, sir. I wanted to ask. Uh, I think maybe Galvin, um, the. The cover crop, a quick cover crop, and a plant for the beneficials is supposed to be buckwheat. Have any of you guys ever planted that around here? I haven't. No. No. No, I I would imagine uh, Malcolm did at one time or the other. But we settled, we settled on, uh, he, lo- he liked vetch. And, uh, and the... <laughs> Well, what made him upset was uh, the rabbits would uh, eat the vetch. Hmm. Certain types of it. I guess it was sweet. But uh, we we settled on uh, cereal, Elbon rye. But I don't. I, yeah. don't, I never have tried buckwheat. Yeah, we plant uh, rye and vetch in the fall, but we wanted a quick. Uh, a quick cover, and I've been told the buckwheat will do it. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to get. Well, you might, you might happens. have to, be, you might have to be the researcher, or kind of renews the, our knowledge of uh, buckwheat. <laughs> doesn't buckwheat, doesn't buckwheat go in a cool climate, cold climate? The winter time. Yeah. Guess it's not winter time anymore. No. <laughs> I'm yeah. just wondering if if the soil. And also, if it would tolerate alkaline soil. I, Mo- I can't get any information on it. Hmm. Well, I don't know where to tell you to go. We if could, it's not could, on the Internet, it must not be. We could put a call out to anybody else who maybe who has grown it. I don't know. That's a good idea. Yeah, just if you have a buckwheat history here. <laughs> San Antonio, help James out. Somebody, it'll yeah, make somebody. Um, it'll make oh. flowers in seventy days, so it's pretty fast. Um, a lot of people use it for spring cover, but I I just wanted to ask you guys if you knew anything about it. Yeah, uh, a lot, sorry, a lot of people use uh, clover, one uh, of the real beautiful blooming red red clover. I can't think of the name of it, but. Uh, they used to use it as an ornamental in Mississippi, and it's crimson, it's crimson clover, beautiful red bloom, 
and they, they get pretty tall. I think they it was mainly used as a cover crop. And it did all right in the our in soil. Miss, it's in Mississippi, yeah. That's well, in, in Mississippi. Huh? Yeah, that's acid soil. Yeah. Are you guys still going to have them um, tomato contest this year? Yep, it's on. <laughs> I think June fourth was the date. We'll, oh, we'll that's great. Well, that's Trace. You getting your tomatoes into shape? Yeah, I got a couple of little ping pong ball sized green tomatoes in the hoop house, but those wow. aren't my contest tomatoes. The contest tomatoes are, uh, man, they're three foot tall. No, good. Good deal. All right. Sounds good. Whip them into shape. Good and, luck, James. Uh, yep. And uh, if uh, you can help James out because you know about growing buckwheat down here, then call us at 210. 210- 308-8867. What was that cartoon character's name? Is his name Buckwheat? No, that was on The Little Rascals. Yeah. Yeah. Buckwheat. Wasn't a cartoon, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real person. All right, we'll have Buckwheat call you, James. <laughs> okay, thanks. Ote? All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866 866- 308-8867, the number to call. The I'm other showing thing my think, age, yeah. Oh, yeah. Buckwheat was back in my day. Well, they they still were playing little rascal yeah. shows up until, I think, the, the late 70s. So, <laughs> Were you watching them in the late 70s? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> 210-308-8867. Let's take a break. Before we do, uh, I want to remind you... Uh, Let's see. Uh, we need to tell you about uh, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Um, the uh, If you're looking to get rid of those insects, those pesky critters that are bothering you, whether it's uh, roaches or fleas or scorpions or whatever it is, uh, maybe it's rats in the attic, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control can help you out. They've been doing this since 1976, and that's important because Spider-Man Warren Remy has seen it all. And is probably one of the most respected people in the state, if not larger, in terms of pest control and different uh, solutions and to, to pest problems. Uh, so uh, you can uh, become a customer and probably the last pest control company you'll ever use because Spider-Man often is. And oftentimes he solves problems when others don't because he looks at it holistically. You call him at 210-656-3721. 210 3721 for Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control or GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. All right, we'll take a break. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. (laughs) What I really need to know is would you wait for me and welcome back to Mill Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, we're, we're watching dogs have lots of fun. Um, <laughs> lots, lots, lots of shopping, but lots of dogging happening, too, with uh, some pretty golden retrievers. Yeah. And a nice uh, golden retriever mix. He's a sweetie. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866 8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. I'll wait till Calvin, because I've also heard other people saying something else, and uh, uh, I'm going to see what y'all think. Um, okay. Uh, but you mentioned fertilizer. It kind of has to do with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Calvin this week in the garden right next to the grass fur picture. Uh-huh. Uh, he says, waxleaf begonias is, is a warm-weather annual that grows in the shade. It also grows, if you, if you plant it now and let it get established before it gets excessively hot, it'll grow in the sun. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's, is that the one? Yeah, y'all talk about getting it in and then yeah. having success, but you got to get it early for sun. And it, and it comes in different foliage, it comes in... Uh, uh, different flower colors on different color foliage, like green and uh, kind of maroonish or uh, reddish. And uh, what what's interesting about it is uh, they uh, they uh, they turn red when it gets extremely hot. And the reason they turn red and so pretty when it's hot. Is that they're try they're trying to die? That heat's about to kill them. Oh, and but uh, they don't die, and then in the fall when it cools off, back they come. But uh oh, zinnias. He, this is, <laughs> who would have ever thought he'd have written something about? Yeah, zinnias. he really just he, he neglects the zinnias. I know it. Zinnias never talks about them are the most popular flowers for full sun in the summer. Is that right? It must be right. It's in the paper. Okay, then. Used to be... Uh, Both can be planted now. Uh, used to be uh, vincas. Yeah. And maybe... Uh, <laughs> I'm sure vincas are uh, moving up again, but... Well, since that... Yeah, they are moving up, but uh, yeah, every landscape used to landscaper to these uh, entryways to uh, the uh, the uh, house house builders has already always had vinca, uh, and still the aerial photographers start killing them. Mm. But now with yeah, this right. new one, uh, maybe they'll make the, a comeback. Like the Cora? Yeah, Cora. Yeah. And I think I think that's about all Trace buys out here. Yeah, I think Cora. so, too. So and that then isn't there the Cora X, X, XL or something? X something, extra protection? Yeah. That'd be e- EDR. Huh? EDR, extra disease resistance. Look at you. Disease. EDR, I think so. I th- I I'm think making that, that up. I think that's the degree they have. Oh, that's <laughs> like a PhD, <laughs> but different. <laughs> oh, these are doctors. <laughs> oh, these little Coras. When well, Calvin says tomatoes and peppers are available in nurseries now, but it's too soon to put them in the ground. You're not going to convince these people <laughs> when it well, turns 90 degrees. Well, I'm, I'm think, uh, thinking that uh, after spending... Trying to spend some time yesterday <laughs> afternoon, I'm convinced too that the ground is is uh, warm enough to. There, were you barefooted working out there barefoot? No, but I didn't have a hat on. Uh. <laughs> it was, uh, it was yeah. really remarkable. Yeah, uh, anything over eighty degrees is pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the idea about potting, he says, uh, pot them up in sh- containers. They can be moved to a warm shelter until April 1st. 
uh, when they can be planted in the garden. Now, if you want to go ahead and plant some in the garden, do that. Uh, like I'd, I'd get, I, if I, I'd get some of these gallons. In fact, I did last week, this last week. And then I would get some of the smaller ones and pot them up, especially pot them up, and especially uh, for the people in the hill country, because uh, the month of April. Uh, is famous for hailstorms up in that mm. area. And a hailstorm can just wipe you out in a hurry. Did they have hail with the tornadoes, too? I think they did. Oh, hell yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Method. Uh, oh, yeah, even the, 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 warning, the warnings on the, uh, the television. When, yeah, they when, were mentioning hail. Yeah, they were mentioning hail. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, so, the... Uh, yeah, I would. I would. It's worth planting up a few insurance plants. I call them. Okay. Uh, into gallons. Get some of these uh, four and a half inch, and go ahead and put them in gallons and uh, potting mix and copious amounts of osmico. And um, then, if they are predicting high winds or hell, or whatever, you can move those other ones into a shelter. Also, well, we've recommended for a long time, because of the cold, uh, putting that uh, co cover around them, protecting the, uh, put them in cages, anchor the cages down, because when the, I think it's supposed to be a high wind, this afternoon and tomorrow. Oh, is it? Let me check. And uh, because and it's a fire, fire yeah, alert. There's the uh, because the brush the red is dry. Yeah. yeah. Today high. Well, this afternoon, south winds around ten, but twenty tomorrow, uh, tonight and tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, do you want to know how much chance of rain? No. <laughs> okay. They're messing with me. Twenty six. Uh, Winds as high as 26 miles per hour on yeah. Monday. There's been research done to show that uh, a wind of 50 miles an hour will decrease tomato production. So you need to protect them. Well, I was going to get some, some of that grower web uh, covering last week, well, a couple of weeks ago. And... Uh, Tracing them are out of oh, those no. pa small packages, but they've got that big roll over there. Yeah, they can cut you a length, you know, uh, uh, cut you off as much as you need. Roll, yeah, much as you need. And I think it's cheaper that way. I think you're right. Than the package. Yeah, because the packages, <laughs> package costs more than material does. So uh, there, it's out there, but where the grass is out there. In the front, by the parking lot. So uh, just come and get some of that grow web if you don't have it. But I can't emphasize more that you anchor those cages. And uh, <laughs> I always tell a story about the versus of uh, famous tomato growers in this area, and d did all of our testing of tomatoes over the year through the year. 40 years and uh, 
I tried to get them to use cages and cover with. And then the next, uh, we, I put some out there myself, covered them. And the next morning, <laughs> I came by and, and the virtual said, they're in the trees. Those cages are in the trees. Blew away. They blew away. Wow. But so uh, anchor if, it, if it's strong enough wind to blow away a cage, covered cage, yeah, it's going to do. It's going to harm harm your tomatoes. And that, and it, you want to protect it from the hail for sure. But uh, that wind, wind comes more often than hail does. Yeah. So uh, it's good to cover, and not with plastic. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Just a reminder, a couple things going on today. We've got the blood drive going on until 3. Blood is in critically low supply, uh, and so your donation is certainly appreciated and will uh, go to save three lives. Uh, at this point, you can just come on out and donate. They've got chairs where you can sit and uh, wait a second. Yeah, they uh, have a little, they little shade yep. tent over it. Uh-huh. So they'll take care of you. You won't have a problem. They wouldn't uh, let me sit down and rest. They wouldn't when you were pushing all those baskets. Right. Oh, man, they're, they're really working you for your money here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's happening. The South Texas uh, uh, Blood and Tissue Center will give you a, uh, a gift when you give blood, and Millburgers has a gift for you just for going through the process. Uh, so it's a nice thing to do, and you can certainly use it today. There's lots of choices to choose from. Uh, and then the other thing to know is uh, the uh, Lions Club is here, and their mission uh, is, uh, is sight. And so they help adults and children, uh, and they have the, their child, oh, child sight program going on, or clear sight program for children going on right now. Where they'll, they'll be here till 3 also, so you can get a free eye exam. And see how you're doing, and uh, for, see for the how kid. you're doing. Ah, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> and they've got ice cream sandwiches if you, get yeah. a, if you take a test. Jerry's well, going to go take one during uh, during I, the I, break. One, one melted. The little girl came up here, and she was looking for a garbage can because her deal had melted. Yeah, and that was before I knew what was going on, and I told her where the garbage can was. Yeah, and then you regretted that. I should have taken that. Let me take it for you. I'll throw yeah, it away. Yeah, I'll get it ready. I'll give it a good home. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, those are both going on today. You can find out more at MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. By the way, I believe that David Robinson, David Robinson, David Rodriguez <laughs> is going to be here uh, next week. All let me, right. Let me, let me double check on that. Well, when you go to MillburgerNursery.com, you'll see, yeah, he's going to be talking about Lawn Care Basics 101. Uh, April 2nd from 10 to 11.30. And my question, maybe we can tackle it after the break, um, was uh, on lawn care basics because someone said to me, up, it's getting near that time. I'm going to get me some weed and feed and put it down. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so we can discuss that after the break. we got a little time, (laughs) but I told them that wasn't what you guys recommended, but we'll explain that why in a second. Uh Calvin, uh, what else did you see out there? You went and did another trip, or we can talk about that during the uh, the news, and then. Yeah, I was trying to. Jerry questioned. Uh, I looked at uh, the labels, and it looked to me like there were. Uh, I mentioned some uh, names. Jerry questioned whether they should be there or not, and uh, so I went back and uh, looking. 
We were looking for your Rio Grande pepper, the, both the the hot and the sweet. And actually, they they're, they're trying to stuff a lot of words on a on a uh, small <laughs> label. Oh. But actually, the hot uh, could be hot Hungarian rather. Yeah, than yeah, a, I think that's, that's what it says. Then a then a uh, sweet Rio Grande. Well, of course, there's not a real, there's not the real grande. It's just part of the word. And yeah. So. And then the, the other one looks like it's. Yeah, this is a, the sweet real grande. A lot. Of, lot oh, what, okay. what the bottom line is that there's every kind of pepper you can think of out there. Lots of different. Uh, yeah. Jalapenos and. Uh, Lots oh, of people over in the peppers hanging out. A lot of hot. In fact, the the pepper selection is uh, even better than the tomato selection right now. Yeah, the, the the peppers come ar- come around when they temperatures get hot warmer. They look, they look good uh, too. The peppers are re- very attractive. If you got a in a container, peppers are uh, one one of the best things to plant in the full sun. Oh yeah. And you were uh, going to uh, I can't forget when the date was going to be that we would know if there was any germination on the seeds. That I checked uh, last week. Yeah, but that was too soon. With the grower. Yeah. And it was, uh, he told me, that no no action yet, that's what he said. Yeah, but you and I thought, like, it was like the first, like, like by next week or the or yeah. ninth or something, you yeah. had thought. But How he, long do they usually take to? <laughs> he said, <laughs> the grower said, well, when you're dealing with old seed, all of the seed <laughs> is four or five years old. Yeah. Uh, you just sow it and wait. So and hope. So I didn't wait. Okay. And uh, with this, this color, they're grown in a greenhouse with shade cloth. But uh, this this kind of weather, the hot weather, should bring those seed up if they're coming up. Oh, good. Okay. So we'll know maybe next week? Yep, maybe. Okay. Should be. All right. And what was the other one? Miss Nethery's one, though. Uh, we had uh, J-Lo. Uh, pink, uh, yeah, LaJo. LaJo. Yeah. Uh, but her hot LaJo. Yeah. Ne- I never fooled with hot LaJo. There's, there's, there's a bunch of the hot jalapenos, and there's a mild, too. Yeah. There's four, the tan looks mild. like four or five of them there to, to select from. Good. All right. Well, again, our number 210. 308-8867. We're live here at Mill Burgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road. If you haven't been here, I think you're the only one uh, <laughs> because it is nice and crowded today and lots of people enjoying the shopping and uh, taking advantage and uh, getting all kinds of plants. I see citrus finding homes. Yeah. I see uh, a lot of s- sale. Not a lot of zinnias. Begonias, begonias, begonias. And lots of uh, geraniums, too. Where are the people buying the zinnias? I can't tell. Zinnias, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of them have been sold. Yeah, so we'll take a break and come back in a moment. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick on the answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and a bunch of your other gardening friends, right here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. 
come on out and join us. We've got the blood drive going on today till 3 o'clock. We've got the uh, uh, the kids' sight exams that are free from the Lions Club. And you get the ice cream sandwich with it. You didn't go over there uh, <laughs> when you get that as well. They said just be sure to tell people to get the ice cream and the uh, and the exam too. I think. Well, look at that wagon. That guy has man- managed to really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got it packed well. What's he got on there? Mulch and. Yeah, I hope he doesn't get too close to the edge with that. Oh, where it might tip? Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867. As I was walking up here and uh, uh, bringing the wagons as I came, (laughs) uh, I asked the lady that had, had the empty wagon, I said, uh, did you find everything you needed? Man, you are you are bucking for a job here. I know it. And, uh, and she said, oh, yes. <laughs> we found a lot more than we need. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's the fun. That's why she had the wagon yeah. down in the ditch. All right, so you want to get into the weed and feeds? Get, get in the weeds with the weed and feed? <laughs> yeah, I was looking for uh, Neil Sperry has been... Bad mouth and Neil's feed. We feed and he's been bad mouth and Neil Sperry. <laughs> <laughs> Weed and feed. Okay, so that was what somebody <laughs> said. Calvin, when you were gone, I mentioned that someone said to me, "Oh man, okay, it's going to be pretty weather. I got to put down the weed and feed." And I said, "Well, I don't really <laughs> recommend the weed and feed." Yeah, uh, uh, Neil's been been against it forever, and I think most horticulturists in the state. Yeah. Are against weed and feed, and the reason reason for it in Texas, it may it may be okay uh, up north, uh, but in Texas our temperatures get hot first, early, and uh, we get weed growth before we get grass growth, and so. Uh, that when you put out a weed and feed, weeds love it. It's off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, weeds love it. But uh, it's it's off for, as far as uh, our climate goes. So it's best to uh, uh, apply your uh, weed killer uh, uh, to the kinds of grass. I I was out in the yard doing some work uh, this well day before yesterday. And uh, I thought I had completely annihilated <laughs> my bed straw. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> and I found some along the fence, up and down the fence. Mm-hmm. But luckily, I kept some of my... Uh, Is that weed-free zone? Yeah, or? weed-free zone. Okay. That uh, just knocks it out. Or you could pull it up. Uh, it's easy to pull up. Or even rake, if you got it along the yeah. Edge, edge. Yeah, yeah. Our in-laws were were bragging that what they thought was going to be a, an easy job of getting the bed straw turned out to be a whole bin. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, they have the green bins. Yeah, full of just bed straw. <laughs> yeah. So it was well, you can compact it. In other words, yeah, you, you can yeah. push it down. Put it all together. But they were impressed with themselves. <laughs> they felt like they had done a good job. Yeah, I wonder. Why it's along the fences? Are the birds eating something, eating seed off of those things? I wonder. 
Uh, I, I don't know. You know, you it climbs the fence and drop, yeah. drops seed. Um, but but uh, mine's all up and down the chain link fence at different locate. Uh-huh. I mean, different intervals. So well, I, it, I it is wonder. it is sensitive to traffic too, and when there isn't there isn't any traffic along a fence usually when you're walking. Yeah. But it's probably a combination of all kinds of. It's ama- an amazing plant in terms <laughs> of versatility. Well, I'm glad we got something that'll, that'll but take that, care of it. Yeah, that uh, weed and feed is environmentally is an in, in, inappropriate uh, product. It's well, it's almost impossible to get the timing in our climate, especially yeah. to get the timing right where you get the weed control at the same time that you, yeah, that you fertilize the uh, the plants you want uh, <laughs> to grow. And you so can get some damage on shrubs, and a lot of people don't want to use it under trees, you no. know, that, that's taken up by the root. Well, we all we have to do is uh, go back uh, during the, uh, well, a little, little later in this, uh, the spring, and we used to get all these calls about... Mm-hmm. Well, do you think that had to do with anything with the, the fact that I used the <laughs> weed and feed right there? And, or or you would realize that when you're having this long discussion trying to figure out what what killed the the uh, perennials. Mm-hmm. And then, then there would be this kind of silence at the end about, hmm, <laughs> do you think it had anything to do with the weed yeah. and feed? And it certainly does. Well, it's, it's advertised so well, too. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 very expensive. A weed and feed is very expensive. It's, it's not a magic. It's uh you gotta you gotta really be stu- make a study of it to get get the appropriate uh, response from it. So it's it's easier and environmentally safer to use the product separately. Right. Cool. Thanks, guys. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of today's show. Well, I don't want to steal David's thunder, so to speak. Oh, for David next Rodriguez. week? Yeah. Long uh, care basics. <laughs> next week. It, it says, <laughs> it says uh, uh, it's time to fertilize a new annual and perennial transplant. With liquid or water-soluble high-nitrogen fertilizer weekly for several feedings. Now, uh, I, I was looking at my uh, 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 blue 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 plant, <laughs> uh, and uh, the plants that were frozen down, blue plumbago, blue plumbago. And uh, looking at those yesterday, and uh, also Turk's cap that was frozen down, and so we we cut them down. The uh, hell with those birds; they're going to find somewhere else to <laughs> hang out. They had plenty of time, <laughs> but uh, we we cut them down, and they're really sending up stuff from the, from the base. Turk's cap, new growth. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. big time. So I should probably do that with my blue plumbago. Yeah, if I'm at, I'm sure it froze back. Oh God, yeah. And you probably, 
and you'll probably see see uh, uh, if it's had it. Well, my plumbago I haven't had any water. That's mm. in that bed that I never water. But uh, it if it uh, if it should be sending up new growth. All right. So right just leave it alone, or yeah, cut it down. Oh, cut it to the ground. Cut it to the ground. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the uh, also uh, my uh, uh, fanic flocks oh, wow. that the lady gave yeah. me from your brothels. Uh, I planted it right away after she gave it to me, and now it's co- coming up from the from the roots again. I have to check them on. It took it took a while for the. <laughs> For the top, to, it took several hard freezes. The top did before it, one freeze killed it yeah. to the ground. But that's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, and then, and then uh, remember to use lawn to fertilize the lawn with all nitrogen fertilizer with half or more of that nitrogen in slow-release form. <laughs> that that Neil Sperry said that presumes that a recent source test doesn't suggest some other type of fertilizer. They rarely do. Oh, okay. And so <laughs> I think I think Neil thinks more people are getting their lawns fertile soil fertile uh tested than actually is occurring. Because most people don't do, don't waste the time to do it, yeah. and money. Yeah. But uh, one one thing that keys well, us it's up. Hard, it's hard to be have it be accurate. effective. Yeah, in yeah. A little a little uh, long um, a little landscape. <laughs> you know, when I it was it was pretty effective when when I used it on my peach orchard. Yeah, yeah. Where you get uh, nine or ten different samples and they're spread and then, then you take take an a- average and then the fertilizer formula that you end up with is, pre- is pretty efficient and the soil is pretty consistent but gosh in a, a long uh, landscape is so manipulated and so yeah. buried and, and it's, it's homogenized in other words they brought in soil yeah. that uh, just because uh, I, I, I'd have to Get a rock sample to send in in <laughs> my backyard, but but the good news is, uh, Millburgers has lawn and garden fertilizer on sale, and it's a good one. Uh, Nineteen five nine, been used for many years. Fifty uh, percent slow release nitrogen with four percent iron and twelve percent sulfur. Great for all southern lawns, trees, shrubs, vegetables, and flower gardens. In other words, it's good for everything. Everything that you have. You don't need to get buy a rose fertilizer oh, okay. for roses or uh, <laughs> you name it. Uh, but uh, unless you're dealing with some, an acid-loving plant. And then uh, it's a, uh, Neil says uh, 
the same type of all nitrogen food will work for most of your plants, including trees, shrubs, ground covers, and even annual and perennial flowers and vegetables. One high quality fertilizer may truly do it all. Now, that's true with, except in containers. Um, you don't want to use 1959 in containers because too it's, it's a hot, yeah, it uh, releases too much nitrogen. So, what do you use in containers? Osmocote. Osmocote in copious amounts. You cannot over fertilize with our burn plants with Osmico. So, uh, and uh, this 1959 40-pound bag covers 7,600 square feet. That's pretty big area. Regularly, 49.99. Be sure to bring that 99 cents when you come. No, there's probably going to be tax. Oh, it's going to be tax. Just bring a charge card. Oh, okay. Bring a debit card. And <laughs> On sale, no, as, as my son tells me, I'm an old person. I bring, <laughs> I write checks. You write checks, yeah. <laughs> uh, on sale for forty four eighty eight. You have to bring out all that change, Milton. Just that, just write a check. <laughs> I'd be curious. I have to ask Trace how much checks have gone down because he's he's been doing this a while. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so do some people still do you use credit cards? Uh. Still use credit cards? Yes, and debit cards. Yes. They just rarely use checks. Sorry, but right. young people, young person at CVS pharmacy, uh, he is amazed. I go when I write a check in there. He stopped everything, and several of them come over and watch me write a check. I said, this is sad. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just the way it is. Nobody? Nobody? But you, I bet you know what your balance is right now. You yeah. just open up your checkbook yeah. and tell me. Um, yeah, the uh, anyway. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866 308-8867. Uh, wind's coming up, Milton. I hope they got the tomatoes covered. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, coming. It seems a little uh, more than 10 miles per hour, but I don't know. I'm looking at the flags. Do you know why the flags are half mile? I'm guessing it's because of Madeline Albright's passing. Oh, okay. That's what I, my guess. Okay. I don't know for sure. I didn't know. Uh, but if someone else knows, or, De- or Dennis will correct us with an email. But before we the show is over, oh, there's a pretty bougainvillea. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, uh, they had a, a bunch of uh, bougainvilleas uh, at the entrance. I met. Uh, I've seen a lot of people going by with, and all sorts of colors, all different colors of bougainvillea. Uh, Let's see, Calvin in his This Week in the Garden says, the most common grassy weeds in the winter are rescue grass and annual bluegrass. Uh, I didn't have any problem with annual bluegrass. I've got annual bluegrass kind of growing around the edges now. (laughs) The way, you know, the rescue grass was kind of in the middle. But 
not nearly the production that oh, past yeah. years. Yeah, I used to, you remember I, half of my back lawn was a beautiful annual bluegrass. They're all it's all also trying to go to seed right now. Let's see, this is the end of March. I guess not too early. I mean, a little early. May first might have might have been the normal time if we were had plenty of rain and yep. moderate temperatures. <laughs> But anyway, uh, they make an attractive winter lawn, Calvin writes, if they're mowed every two weeks. The grassy weeds are more likely to be dominant in the shade on the shallow soil. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Oh, Trace, you're just... Got up. Look, well, I was trying alive. to do the break real quick so you could you could uh, be here for it because you've <laughs> been saw busy. Me coming and just went to break. Well, no, I was trying to because you were doing something. But yeah, let's take a. Do, well, do you, how much time do you have up here? With I don't us? know. Okay, no, we'll no, talk to us. What's going on? But the, we won't take a break just yet. What's going on, man? Well, we're doing great with the uh, Lions Club yeah. and the Blood Drive. Uh, they uh, they found a few possible members to join even. Oh, really? Uh, as well as. Uh, getting some of the kids to get their eyes checked okay that's neat several of them go back there and then uh we've got uh a few people here today we have a few (laughs) and unlike most nurseries around we have some tomatoes and peppers yeah some so i scrambled lots and and lots of peppers i I had to scramble and get them but (laughs) i got them well you missed a compliment somebody who was uh who uh a friend of uh of our work uh, was telling a story that they uh, they came here during the week. They were looking for time, uh, and they passed a bunch of uh, different nurseries along the way, and they couldn't find anything that they wanted. And they got here and they found everything, including time, that they had wanted. And so they they spent a bunch of money. I'm, I'm glad they found their time. Ah, man, everybody makes puns on that stuff. But yes, but the <laughs> point being that yeah, you say you know you work very hard to make sure you've got it. Uh, Sometimes so. I don't sleep much. No, uh, really? <laughs> yeah. You're out there on the internet looking for stuff, or what are uh, you doing? Just planning it out in my head. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, they were very, very happy, and and you got the begonias. Uh, I see that a few, quite There's a few. There's a monarch butterfly over there. We, we have a monarch butterfly. Right. Is he for sale? He's not uh, sure. Well, and you. Uh, yeah, he's not a potential customer, so let's <laughs> talk about it. All, and you've had a lot of potential customers for the butterfly plants that you've got out here, too. What, yep, at least uh, two got, kinds I of... Uh, two, two butterfly weeds. Two porter weeds. Yep, two porter weeds. And miss flower. Yeah, miss flower somewhere, yep. Right by you. Yep. Yeah. There it is. So there, there's a good uh, basic supply and of course, all the normal ones like lantanas and salvias, and uh, lots and lots of begonias blooming, zinnias, peppers. Did you mention the peppers? Or? I did. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, the peppers aren't usually the <laughs> butterfly plants. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's lots of uh, lots of action. Trace, have you got uh, plenty of herbicide for our? Our uh, Wilson County people, uh, Calvin. Which which one do you recommend? See the Calvin. Which one do you recommend, Calvin? I can't read that. Uh, both of them. I yeah, b- yeah. mentioned the dimension and, so then, and, and then the crew. Still got that, too. 
not a beautiful picture. Yeah, that's a gorgeous picture. Yeah. Said the Samber. He's he's yeah. just he's he, he cannot stop talking about that picture <laughs> of the Samber. Well, we were uh, Trace. We were too debating the. It's, and we've talked about this before too. It's it's later than we would normally recommend putting down Samber. But when you look at the landscape, there's no wrong time. They're just optimum times. Okay. And they're uh, spoken like a true salesman. <laughs> um, but but they're uh, especially this year. There's just. Uh, well, it stayed cool longer. I mean, what was it, two weeks ago we were freezing, and dry. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, was it really so there just hasn't, two weeks ago? hasn't been a lot of germination. The other thing is, sandburrs are notorious for being versatile in terms of their germination. Mm-hmm. That's why we apply it twice. Yeah. Because they'll just they'll just keep germinating. Right so my into my the mind summer. is three times. You got a fall. You got a uh, early spring, and then you got a uh, late May, early June. Yeah. So, it's there and uh, it's. Tr- Trace, well, the article mentions that I, it's I've hard got, to find. I've got both of them, but just in small quantities now. And uh, we've still got people looking for a maze in XL, a little hard to find. Impossible to find. Right right now. So you want to, that's what we talked about in the article. You want to look look instead for a dimension and a crew, and then there's some other things too. But look at, look at the labels to see what best meets your needs and the weeds that you've got. I gotta ask about these pots. Uh, uh, we got lots of pots. A lot of pots. It says uh, pots, pots, and more pots. Come visit our large selection of pots and planters, including terracotta, glazed, and taverna. Talaverin. What does that mean? Talaverin. Yeah. That's uh, from Mexico. The pretty colors. Oh, okay. That's pretty. I've never seen that name. But if you had uh, relied on lots of containers these last two years with those freezes, yeah, a lot of them are little, little chunks. Oh, oh, the bur- clay, they yeah, the clay is. Frozen. Uh, now you still have the black plastic pots, big ones and little medium size. The answer is used ones because there's no new okay, ones available. Yeah, we're, we're but yes, we. We did what we could to have a pot, like a, uh, I think we had some 30 gallons up there that we were doing, so they could do a 30 gallon for tomato. Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. Gosh, All right. They work well, those 30 210-308-8867. All right. Well, you, you get that. We'll come back in a second, talk with you some more. 210-308-8867. Let's uh, talk to you about uh, second nature. Uh, if you get that big uh, soil job, you big compost, big mulching job, uh, that you're ready to tackle. The folks over at Second Nature Compost Soil and Mulch can help you out. New kids on the block doing a great job. Lots of experience in this. And they've opened up a facility right there on Nelson Road by the old brush uh, pickup place. Uh, guys know what they're doing, and they've got lots of great products uh, and great prices, too. So check them out at txcompost.com, txcompost.com. Take a look at all the soils, the different compost, the different mulches, and uh, learn about them. They can deliver it. Or you can go pick it up yourself at uh, right there at their address. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 5, and they're right there on Nelson Road, 8449 Nelson Road. Back in a moment, that's, uh, of course, a Second Nature Compost Soil and Mulch, txcompost.com. And we'll be back in a moment on 930 a.m. The Answer. Yeah, 
And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, a new product uh, that Millburgers carries is called the Tree Hugger Sprinklers. I've been meeting with the folks who own the company. It's a Texas-owned company. Uh, they're familiar with this area. And what they've done is they've invented, uh, it's a plastic sprinkler that wraps around the tree. It opens up so you can wrap it around the tree. It comes in three different sizes. And, um, and then it's got a little nozzle. So you can control the uh, how much water flow. goes out. So, what's that? Yeah. The, the flow. The flow of water, but also how, how far it reaches, whether you want it to be just the root ball. Oh, so yeah. So it's only going like an inch out or so, or if you want it to go out further, uh, you just set the thing. It's interestingly enough the winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award for Best New Product at the National Hardware Show. <laughs> Is and, that like uh, the Emmys? Yes, it's exactly like the Emmys, but different. But for sprinklers and for hardware. But <laughs> um, you can see a picture of it uh, when you go to their website, treehuggersprinklers.com, treehuggersprinklers.com. And it's a cool it's a cool thing because they've got three different sizes. Now, I was going to get you the different sizes real quick. I, uh, I shut down my phone. But, yeah, there's a 7-inch, and there is the 11-inch, and there is the, I think, the 15-inch. So, yeah, pretty much uh, any tree... Uh, that you have, you can wrap it around there and use it to water. Uh, and again, whether you're just going a little bit or a lot, the Tree Hugger Sprinkler is for you. Come check it out here at Mill Burgers. Uh, ask for it by name. You'll make Trace very happy. The Tree Hugger Sprinkler. Huh. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Yeah, that's a good product. Yeah, it is. It's neat. Because it, it prevents runoff. You can... Especially on, on on my soils where I live, yeah. my rock, I should say. Uh, if you d- just put a, you know, we used to recommend uh, 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 sprinkler hoses right. that you flip flip upside down. Yeah. And uh, but this solves that problem. Yeah, I think you'll like it when you see it. It's hard to describe, but uh, go to the website, Tree Hugger Sprinkles, and you'll see it. And it's cool because it opens up. It's like, you know. Yeah. And then you wrap it around. You hug the tree with it. And you close it. And then, yeah. <laughs> so if it's just planted, you can use it to do the, uh, you can actually probably just keep it out there. Yeah. And use it to do the uh, the root ball. And if it's been there a while and you're trying to get the um, trip line, you can do that too. There you go. See, I, I know some of those you things. You got it. I, w- I wish we could have our uh, cam while you're. Using your hands. Yeah, I'm using my hands. Yeah, it doesn't work well on radio. <laughs> All right, 210-308. Is that a Monarch, Calvin? Oh, he went away. Uh, I think that was a, a one that gets on citrus. Oh. There was a Monarch here. There it is. There it is. What yeah. is that? It's a Monarch. Oh, wow. It came right up to Calvin. Just to show me. Just to say thank you for that article. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Okay. <clears throat> um, yes, sir? What else is going on? Let's see. I was just looking uh, over Calvin's uh, this week in the garden. And he says he announces that uh, uh, purple martins and sparrows, brown sparrows, have been sighted in San Antonio. It's time to raise your martin houses. No, oh, so you actually got a sighting before our sighting today? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, a week ago. Oh, okay. And of course, the sparrows have never left. They, no. you see those all winter. 
They stick around. You get one of those in your sights. They're, they're loyal. Uh, <laughs> then uh, Kevin says, stage one water use restrictions are in place because of the low level of the Edwards Aquifer. I can't understand that. <laughs> We've been getting that four-tenths <laughs> and two-tenths yeah. right along. I don't understand why so the aquifer's low. If we had gotten James's three inches of rain, but to the west, would, yeah. that, would that have helped the aquifer? Well, it's kind of a, it builds on each other. Jerry mentioned the fact that the uh, the farmers have to oh, okay. wet the soil so they wouldn't have, you know, they would only have to do a little less pre-irrigating. Okay. And so it's just, it builds and builds, and then you... The total doesn't, I mean, the levels don't fall. So for those new to San Antonio, what does stage one restrictions mean? means that you you uh, sprinkle, you can sprinkle once once a week based on your address. Last number of the address. Right. Monday is, o one, is 1. 0 and 1, yeah. Yeah. Tuesday is uh, 2 and 3. And Wednesday is 4 and 5. That's my and Thursday is six and seven, and Fridays eight and nine. Mm-hmm. And Saturdays and Sundays, uh, no one's supposed to be it's sprinkling. But of course, you can hand water anytime. Mm-hmm. That 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 flexibility is really pretty important. It lets lets you uh, do some special gardening if you want. It lets you enjoy the garden uh, on the weekends or when you have time off. Uh, yeah, a lot of people water their lawns by hand. Yeah. yeah. I see people all the time as I drive by. Just, I, think, I think they're just enjoying That's being out there watering. Well, <laughs> some, uh, sometimes they're semi-conscious. I mean, I, I've been walking the dogs. And I think it's just meditative. They just and I start talking to them, and it takes them well. And then they nah. <laughs> they're in their happy little place. <laughs> But that's uh, that, that is uh, satisfying. It's good for you. Uh, a lot of people require that. Uh, now, is the Seven Eleven thing still? You can sprinkle on your day, but only between or is encouraged the Seven Eleven? Do you remember? It's not. Uh, it's. Uh, up, I thought it was up to. It might be up to eleven a.m. and uh, yes. after seven p.m. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure on that morning. Oh, okay. That's, okay. They, they I thought it was make that a little more liberal than that. Oh, did they? Okay. But uh, is it Jerry's got it there? Does, oh, maybe not. Oh, does he, it say there? On the, the times, seven, times that you can do it? No, it doesn't say the times. Okay. It just talks about the the day that you can water. Let me go to that website that uh, Mark is always talking about. So this is stage one. Um stage one and when does stage one go off or go go to stage two well it depends on the level yeah it's uh yeah this with well, these terrible heavy rains that we're getting another two or three tenths might put us over the edge milk farmers can stop watering okay. irrigating Okay, I'm looking, I'm looking. Watering rules. Okay. Uh, stage one watering. I'll click on that. That's what we are. All right. Uh, 
Oh, it does say. So watering with an irrigation system, sprinkler, or soaker hose is allowed only once a week before 11 a.m. or after 7 p.m. Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty liberal. Yeah. Because um, we're talking, when, when the sun's out and it's warm, it's, the irrigation is uh, less efficient. Um, so, so it's uh, better to do it in the morning or in the, in the evening. The best time to sprinkle is when you're getting one of those two-tenths of an inch rainfalls. Cuts down on evaporation from your sprinkler. What's next, Milton? I don't know. I don't know where that is. <laughs> I don't have anything. 210-308-8867. Let me see. Yeah. And... Uh, and uh, then, and the, you know, stage potential for stage two. Yeah. Then they get a little more restrictive in the times, I believe. And at, at oh, okay. At some point, let's see. I think I don't think they ever don't allow. They always allow you hand watering, but they get a little more. Uh, they get a little more restrictive on the drip irrigation. Okay. All right, you want a break? You look like you're looking for a break. Who, me? Yeah, are you, are you, are you ready to go? Nah. What you got? <laughs> Let's see, we're considering... Neil had, Neil had a couple of good... I was trying to remember what the... A uh, couple of good are, uh, paragraphs. Yeah. We're considering building onto the back of our house. However, uh-oh. We have beautiful red, a beautiful red oak tree with trunk diameter of 28 inches. It would be a, four, a 45 degree angle, barely 10 feet from the nearest edge of the slab. Our existing patio slabs lies almost eight feet away at, that, at a 90 degree angle from the tree. I'm concerned about the tree's roots harming the new slab. Or, well, but we really don't want to lose the tree. <laughs> In advice, he says, Neil writes back, I have a very strong advice. Hire a certified arborist to hold your hand through the design and building process. He or she will survey the trees existing roots and determine if a root bearer should be installed. I got lost in the angles <laughs> and dis distances but nothing you wrote sounded especially hmm. scary to me. If you have a veteran ar arborist on the team, things will progress true, uh, smoothly. Uh, the problem with that getting that close to the to a big established tree is that uh, they have to dig out to put a to put a uh, uh, you know for the foundation and that cuts all the roots right around the side there you go <laughs> what, did, what did he say he was asking for the bathroom <laughs> the two she said it was in the two story building Okay. That's my job here. 
But uh, usually a tree that big, trunk diameter 28 inches, has a massive root system. Uh, that means <coughs> uh, if you dig out for that foundation, that uh, that deck or whatever you're building, you'll probably damage that half of the tree because the roots on the side of the tree uh, feeds the leaves and stems on the upper part of the tree. So if you go ahead and cut those off, what you're going to have to do if you're going to put a foundation in there, uh, it's possible that you would see uh, damage up in the tree. The good news is that the uh, species that they've selected yeah. is uh, pretty red. Pretty, yeah, red oak. Yeah, red oak, uh, Texas red oak, and uh, live oak's another one that mm -hmm. puts, just seems to put up with that kind of manipulation. <laughs> just. However, uh, with live oaks, I know, the bigger the tree, the older the tree, the more sensitive it is to that kind of damage. Um, so you want to be careful. Um, but, but that's good. It's good advice to always. Uh, people will n talk about how valuable their tree is, how much they love it. You know, t typical big red oak like that or live oak is it's worth about probably ten thousand dollars. Oh yeah, at least on your uh, landscape value, and it's worth a few hundred dollars to have a. Uh, arborists do an assessment like Jerry mentioned you know take, yeah. take into account because that that surface digging isn't the only thing that's happening here uh, I, I imagine if they will uh, if it's that if a tree's that big if they could possibly thin it out thin some of the branches out and uh, reduce the pressure on those remaining roots so uh that's probably what the arborist is going to recommend. Well, and he'll have a watering program and uh, some yeah. simple, some simple things that really make a big difference. Yeah, out around the, the existing root system. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call: 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from. Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road, where the blood drive goes on today till 3. So does the ice screenings by the Lions Club. So come on out and be a part of it at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road. I'm Milton Glick, back in a moment on The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. This is a get out there on the deck weather and enjoy the uh, great weather. In fact, I don't think uh, this may be the hottest day we have all week until next week. It looks like the uh, other days are in the upper 80s or mid-80s. So if that deck or patio is not looking the way it, you want it to, uh, if it doesn't look like it did when it was new, Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf can help. DeckandPatioCare.com is the place to go where you can see the before and after pictures of the great job that Barry does. He's an expert in staining and sealing, uh, and he loves this stuff. He is a sealing 
and uh, deck geek. He is one, he's, a, he's a nerd in this and has studied and studied and studied and studied this. So you can use that and his expertise to help you. Call 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147. Or check him out again, deckandpatiocare.com. It really can look new again. Learn more at deckandpatiocare.com. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What, what you got there? I uh, got a... Uh, oh, we no. got Carmelo on the line. You want to... Okay. Go Ooh, ahead. Calvin, you're going to want to hear this. Hey, Carmelo, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing fine. Uh, just got a, a Purple Martin uh, update there. I tried to call last week, but I couldn't do it. Uh, the day of the time change, I think it was the 13th of, of uh, this month, uh, it was a Saturday, uh, got some Purple Martin Scots coming in. Really? And the uh, problem was I hadn't completely cleaned out my, uh, my, uh, my, my apartment complex there for them. So <laughs> I went ahead and that Sunday took it down, cleaned it out, and I, I'm still getting some scouts flying around now. We're over here downtown, right across the other side on 35 of Dixie Flag. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, right yeah. off of the fourth stand there. Yeah, um, since the 13th, just about. Um, now, you guys probably remember me. Uh, I, I'm the guy on uh, on Blood Thinners that went to get some tomatoes in the beginning of the month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Blood thinner, man. <laughs> um, my tomatoes are doing real good. I thought I was going to lose them because of the hail that we had a while back, uh, like a week ago or so. But, uh, yeah, the tomatoes are doing good. They're, they're about a foot tall already. I've already transplanted them the first time. And uh, right. I, know, uh, I, did, I did have one question. Uh, I've got this tree that I picked up, like it seems like three years ago before the COVID. Um I believe it's a nectarine or a pear or something like that, but uh, no leaves on it. It's about four feet tall, and every year it seems to be, it, it weeps uh, like some glossy, looks like like syrupy kind of clear stuff. Would you guys know what that is, and is it savable, or what? what's going well, on with sounds, that? It sounds like bacterial canker. And does when when does the do the leaves come eventually? And um, the leaves come, but they they just fall off when it starts getting oh. warm. Yeah, that's yeah, what um, happened the last two years. This year, no leaves yet. But uh, um, there, is it in a container? Yeah, it's in a it's in a container. It's in a five gallon container. I, I come winter time, I bring it in the garage, and I you know bring it out when it gets warm, and it. it well, if you scratch the top of it, uh, the upper portion, like the, the you know the, the the top of it, it's kind of greenish. So it's, it's it seems to be still alive, but no leaves, and it's already starting to produce that that clear well, syrupy I, sap. Uh, part part of the issue is that you probably should just leave it out in the cold, because it needs okay. uh, needs cold weather to survive. I'm a f- I'm not very optimistic that it's going to survive though now because of that b- bacterial canker and that pattern you've described. It's it's had a yeah. tough few year few years, um, but they, yeah, they're, the cold weather usually isn't a problem for them. Mm. The uh, the hot weather is is tough. Um, okay. But yeah, 
you might want to you might want to to like Millburgers and some of the other area nurseries have a good selection right now. You might you might want to look at uh, your go to your favorite nursery or come to Millburgers and and look for a, a peach like a, you know, a Florida King or those that have proven success in this in this, in this I, area. I picked up uh, I think two years ago. The last time they did it at the Pearl, I think I picked up the. Uh, La Feliciana uh, peach. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that, that that one's doing pretty good. I I think I've got to <laughs> thin it out. The same as a Methley plum. I've got to thin those out. I'm way behind schedule on thinning them out. Well, yeah, you know, you you've got time on on those, but uh, if you don't get them, I guess you you could you can uh, prune them now. Even even if the mm. if they blo- they're blooming, the methley is probably blooming right now. If it's anything, yeah. Like have yeah, they got the a lot of fr- have they got fruit on them already? No, not yet. Now those have been in the ground for a couple of three years or so. Um, they got blooms, the don't they? Yeah. Yeah, the, it started blooming. The methley started. The, the plum started to bloom. Uh, the uh, the 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 peach looks like it's it, it's wanting to pop. You know, start you know showing yes. little signs there, but nothing yet. You know. Yeah. Why did you say you were behind on thinning? I, I thought I thought I was supposed Pruning. to thin both the thin them both uh, to like less limbs than what they have. Look at go to uh, plantanswers dot com, and l- look at the the pruning diagrams and instructions. Uh, and okay. uh, that, yeah, that'll be the methley plum is an easy one. You don't even have to get tough with that. The La Feliciana uh, is is relatively easy to to prune too. But you got okay. you got pl- plenty of time and uh, uh, even. Uh, Next year would be soon, soon enough, but let them get out there in the cold, and then find your find something to replace that that one that's got the the uh, disease. Yeah, the disease uh, that that yeah, one's bacterial canker. Yeah, that, that one's, that one's not. I don't think that one's going to survive. It's going to go the same way as the Arctic frost that I had in the ground. That one's almost out all the way. I'm gonna. I picked up some Meyer, no, some Persian lime today at that at that. Uh, Jamming Jams giveaway over at Wheatley uh, Complex, and uh, that one's going to go in the in the ground and replace the uh, the Arctic frost that uh, um, can't make any sour orange. They y'all guys said that not enough sugar, right? <laughs> I think that's what. Well, you know, if I was yeah. going to keep one in a container, I'd keep the lime in a container uh, because oh, that's really? the most that's the most cold sensitive. Oh, okay. That's the one I picked up today. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, something like a five gallon or bigger. Bigger, yeah. If you can get, find a ten at least. A ten. All righty. Sounds good. I I put mine in half whiskey barrels. A half a whiskey barrel. Okay, something about that size. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for being there. Always listening. Uh, Always listening. Thanks, Carmelo. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. You be careful out there. Watch out for those sticky plants. I want to. I re- remember now. I would have wanted to tell Jerry that my uh, uh, that uh, blooming peach. Uh, what is the what red baron? Red baron's blooming up a storm. Good. It. Uh, I was trying to figure out what it it blooms the same as. 
Well, um, but like June gold, it does. It yeah. blooms, blooms about the same as June gold. Oh, it does okay. Yeah. But a little, maybe a little earlier than June gold. But gosh, yeah, it it's it does bloom at the same time. Florida King blooms, right? It's later. Uh, a little later than Florida King. Yeah. It's kind of in between Florida King and June gold. Yeah. And but gosh, the color. I mean. <laughs> And the the length of the bloom too, it just keeps oh yeah keeps blooming. It's a double. Did you get it here, Melbourne? No, I don't remember where I got my original. Uh-huh. Uh, it was years ago, and this one this one's uh, reseeded itself, or you know, it came up in a place where I didn't didn't plant it, and, uh, and it's true, huh? Seems to be yeah. Seems like it's true. Yeah, it's pretty darn. Uh, it's hard hard to imagine that the blooms <laughs> would be m- matched. Yep. All right, again, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So got about three minutes left. Is this all you got to do is give blood to get some of this? No, that was, uh, the, that was from the lions. Oh, okay, you just had to get your eyes tested. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was nice of them to bring that over. And Jerry didn't take one because of you uh, know. <laughs> yeah. Is Jeremy I'm listening? Not on my diet. No. Are you serious? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy may be listening. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, I got a note from uh, a lot of young people are using plant answers. It's a good thing. It says, uh, "I hope." J- J- Hi, Jerry. I hope this email finds you well. I'm a university student taking up environmental studies Mm -hmm. at the University of Montana. Oh, my goodness. You know all about Montana. Uh, Yeah. I'm currently conducting research for my project about waste management, especially in the household. Okay. I just came across your academic sources, resources on uh, plantanswers.com. I just wanted to say thank you as they uh, have been very useful. Isn't that nice? That is nice. What, are, what, and she, what research have you done on garbage collection? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think the roaches are secretly <laughs> typing in oh, stuff. Oh, that's The it. roaches uh, are <laughs> broken in and, and are on, on your plantanswers.com entering uh, stuff. The... Uh, this uh, she also uh, points me to uh, another website that uh, it's called Household Waste Management Guide for Parents. Yeah. Uh, you, are you going to link up to that? Yeah. This <laughs> this resource page talks about how simple activities in the household could also contribute. To proper waste management, like it might be a make a great addition to a uh, piece for your readers. Plan answer. Thanks again, and I hope to hear by uh, back from you soon. No, Olivia. Oh, she was nothing She's but a nice flame and liberal. Nothing but nice things to say about you, and you uh, got to be mean to her. I should I should write one about. Using uh, household household waste what, management. What do you have on uh, using for household waste <laughs> in the garden? Do you have anything? I don't know. 
Uh-oh. I don't think so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's been so long since I put that together. Yeah. Oh, household waste? Yeah. Like coffee grounds yeah, or stuff like that? He's, okay. He's, he's got a lot of stuff on uh, recycling. Oh, okay. You so, you're so environmentally friendly. But I'm going to ride one. It's kind of okay. incidental, but that's yeah. not a huge supply. So. All right, we got to wrap it up. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll learn more about household waste. There Jerry go. Parsons after this. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.